0: Welcome to the Wolf Whistle, the podcast that interviews and celebrates the
1: former players of our great club, Wolverhampton Wanderers. Welcome to the Wolf Whistle.
0: Welcome to the Wolf Whistle podcast, a podcast which interviews and celebrates the former players of our great club. Before we get into our legend today, we're delighted to announce a new collaboration with the Green Duck Brewery based in Stourbridge, who have developed a new IPA in homage to the podcast, Wet Your Wolf Whistle. Wet Your Wolf Whistle is being launched on Wednesday the 8th of March at the Green Duck Brewery in Stourbridge, 7pm till 11pm. There's going to be a Motown DJ there, loads of former Wolves players and obviously we're selling the beer on the night. It's a 4% session IPA and a percentage of the profits will be going to the 1P36 Family Trust, a charity which personally means a lot to me and is close to my heart. Talking about charity, we're joined today by an absolute Wolves legend over three 100 games for the club between 2008 and 2017. And he's here to tell us about a forthcoming charity game which is going to take place at Shrewsbury Town. Dave, how are you, mate?
1: I'm good, thanks, Jace. Thanks for having
0: me on. Hey, Dave, not a problem. Actually, I did want to mention, uh, you're a bit of a podcaster yourself because you've actually got your own podcast out, haven't you? We we'll try it to be. Try it to be. It's not as easy as you make it up, though. Um, yeah, we uh, we, we started.
1: Just over sort of 18 months ago, I think now. But, yeah, it's more just talking about some old tales from low leaf football. and Yeah, it's great fun. It's just an excuse to meet up with a few of the lads and have a couple of drinks and have a good old matter.
0: You see, I do a lot of my podcasts now over the phone since lockdown. It's a lot easier, but I've noticed when you guys get together, there's normally a few beers flying around.
1: There is, yeah. Yeah, we, we, we've done one or two sort of virtually, but... I think because there's three of us as hosts, then it's it's always better when we're together. Um, just a better sort of energy and you catch up and it's a good excuse to get at the house for a couple of hours as well. So Exactly. It, it, it's, it's great fun.
0: Oh, good, good, good. Now, the reason you're on the podcast today, we've had you on before, Dave. You did give your best 11 and we have got to get you back on soon for your full story uh, from the walls. But there is a very important announcement. You've got a forthcoming charity game on, I believe, the, uh, Sunday the 26th of March. Twenty Twenty Three At the Montgomery Waters Meadow Stadium Which is Shrewsbury Town's home ground So Dave, can you tell us more about it please?
1: Yeah, sure um, So I I was very lucky that um, Sort of 17 years of my Pretty much 19 year career Was spent between two football clubs In, in Shrewsbury and Walls Both two teams Me and two teams very close to my heart so I was a Shrewsbury fan as a kid But my brother's a big Wolves fan, and then playing for Wolves, I grew to to love the club so much. It's such a a huge football club, and I was so privileged to play for it. So to play for those two teams for the majority of my career, I was very, very lucky. And um, Shrewsbury Town Foundation approached me and asked if I'd be interested in doing a charity game. And when I would left Wolves originally, I was nine and a half years there, so I just missed out on a testimonial. Yeah.
0: And, uh, Laurie Dalrymple, who was at the club of the Times I like, oh, would still love to do something with you but football moves on so quickly Yes. and
1: obviously the opportunity never really come about so I thought it would be a really good opportunity to, to raise money for amazing courses sort of Shoebry Town Foundation who do amazing work in the community the Little Rascals Foundation who um, I'm a founder and heavily involved in which helps children with disabilities and their families sort of in and around Shropshire and thought it would be a great opportunity to get two teams together lads I played at Shrewsbury lads I played at Wolves and try and get a really good crowd there and earn some really good money which will, which will make a huge difference to these two charities oh. so the, the opportunity came and the the football club being great they're kind of letting me have the, the pitch for free if you like we yep. cover some costs obviously on the day but uh, we, we've made sure we've Put it on an international weekend as well to try and get as many Wolves fans there as possible. And yes, some of the lads I've got playing, I'm I'm so lucky. I reached out to obviously players from both teams, and barring a few which can't make it for injuries and things like that, yeah, pretty much everyone has said yes. And I felt so privileged and so lucky that that's been the case. And it, it is, it's set up to be a. A really oh. exciting day. I can, if, if I was a fan of well, say a fan of shoes, we and a fan of walls and have watched these sort of teams in these eras, then it'd be a great day to, to come down and see some of these lads oh. have a kick about.
0: Absolutely, Dave. I mean, we're going to go through the, the plays in a minute. I mean, there is some absolute legends playing, by the way. Um, Very quickly, my daughter's got a disability, Dave, so I, I know how important this work in the community is. I know how important these foundations are um, in terms of helping disabled families. So, the Little Rascals Foundation, you know, is it well supported, Dave, and, and how's it all going?
1: Well, it's well supported in, in the local area, and we put a lot of time and energy into it, but we we're doing well at the moment to sort of still be around really after COVID and things. We we started off, me and my best friend set up a business called, called Little Rascals, which is an indoor soft play centre. And then we set up the foundation a couple yep. of years later. And it was all run from one centre in Shrewsbury, which we would have specialised days, which is just for children with disabilities. And then we do after school clubs, we would do holiday clubs, we do one to one mentoring, all these based from our centre. And a couple of years ago, we tried to expand and we got another smaller centre in Shrewsbury as well, which is great. But unfortunately, when, when lockdown came, we obviously we, we couldn't open any of the centres for, for over a year. And we spoke to the landlord at our, our main centre, the big one, the first one that we, we first opened. And they let us know that they wouldn't be renewing our lease. <sighs> we were sort of six and a half years into it and we're an eight-year lease and they kind of said yeah once once you come out of lockdown things then you have sort of six months to pack up and get out and that was a huge blow to us oh. money went into that center we had a, a specialized sensory room in there which yep. was a, a huge hit with the family absolutely and, and obviously all the soft soft play equipment kitchen toys we renovated the whole place so that was a huge huge hit to us financially more than yep. anything else and obviously for the families as well luckily
0: we had already got this other center going it's a lot smaller yep and after covid we couldn't do any
1: fundraising through covid but we managed to just get through we've got an amazing manager jess who, who really helps me and ben out sort of making sure it's um the day-to-day run of it goes as smoothly as possible and now she's really on top of the fundraising again but we're still here and we just got our heads above water And i think the last six months now we're really starting get back out there a lot more starting to develop our services that we offer but the big thing is now we're trying to raise money for is yes. the new site we're at
0: yeah we have ambitions to to open our own respite center one day in Shrewsbury or in the
1: rain Shrewsbury which will be somewhere the children can come and give the parents a little bit of time themselves and also as in particular children with special educational needs as they move into adulthood yeah. getting into an environment where they can learn the skills they need to, whether it's kitchen skills, whether it's catching a bus,
0: whether it's job interviews, all these sorts of things. That's what we'd love to do one day. But at the moment, the
1: key thing we want to try to raise money for is for the sensory room, and I really believe the game will help us raise enough money to be able to build that centrum and that'll be that'll be a huge hit with the families and something which is we're sorely missing at the moment and I know yes. it will impact
0: so many people. Oh Dave, you know what that's 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 really admirable. I mean, listen, I know how difficult charity work is, you know, I do a lot like myself and it is difficult to, to raise this money, but you've come up with an unbelievable idea um to raise money and I'm sure you're gonna raise thousands of pounds. And what's important guys is any Wolves fans as Dave said, Wolves um, aren't playing that weekend. You have got a free week. You're going to miss the football. Do you want to stop him with the misses, giving you grief? Move your feet. I'm overing <laughs> up. No, you don't. You want to get down to Shrewsbury Town and watch this game? I mean, Dave, go through some of the players that are playing because there is some real big names.
1: Yeah, well, I'm sort of still announcing some at the moment, but the ones are sort of out in the public. So we've got big car like and Goal. We've got sort of some of the defenders, which I've announced already. Got George Elakobi, Jody Craddock. Um, Michael Mancian, who was with us for that successful yes in the, in the Premier League, uh, Mickey Gray, all fans' favourite, Kevin yeah. Foley, yeah, and then Car- Carl Henry, Stephen Ward, Dave Jones player, Matt Jarvis, um, Chris Uelhuimu, and then there's there's some more which haven't been announced yet. So I give too much away because I've got a few ideas how we can announce it. But then there's some some more belting names as well. So sort of all all really from mainly from that era when I first signed for the club sort of two thousand and eight, on with that promotion yes. season, the Premier League years and then also got um, a few in there from the sort of the Kenny Jacket era as well that have also retired. So yeah, it's honestly the Wolves team is is fantastic. It is household names right the way through the squad and yeah, it'd be Amazing first aid any fan who has watched that Wolves era um, Will absolutely love seeing these
0: lads again I'm sure of it Oh, listen, you've, you've probably got the, the entirety of the 2008-2009 championship winning squad there And there is some great players I mean, I'm just counting them up now There's probably in excess of 1,000, 1,200 Wolves appearances I mean, and I take it, Dave, that the players are looking forward to it?
1: They are, yeah, yeah <laughs> I've been sort of liaising with them sort of individually through a WhatsApp group, and the only thing I'm a little bit worried about, Jace, is I, I put um, I put a message in the WhatsApp group last week with yeah. the Castor kit sizes. And I said, <laughs> can you let me know? Can you let me know yeah. what shirt sizes and what short sizes you are? <laughs> and some of them that have come back are a little bit dubious, oh. and I'm, I'm a little bit worried. So I'm going to have to. Um, yeah, I'm going to have to reach out to a few of them again, just to make sure that they're comfortable ordering what shirt they want. Um, might not be in quite as good shape as what they once were. But <laughs> that, <but> that's <laughs> my biggest worry at the moment, that the shirts aren't going to be big enough.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure Matt Jarvis can still fit into a medium, well, but... listen, there's if-
1: a, Yeah, there's a few.
0: It, even that, I actually, I actually spoke to Java this morning. Yeah. And is there any way you can get one of the shirts and just try it on? Because I
1: think Java, wants to do what did he order? I think he, ordered, he I think he has ordered a medium. Because I'm just a little bit worried. I was like, Java, <laughs> you'll be fine. You'll be absolutely fine. He's, he's one of the lads who is still in the gym. Him and Jody, still in the gym every
0: day. So actually, will be okay. I've <laughs> got to say, looking at that team, I'll be honest. Um, you know, I keep in touch with a few of the former players myself, follow them on social media, and I don't think there's an ounce of fat on any of them. I mean, I think you've, there's a pretty lean ball squad there, Dave. <laughs>
1: I'm worried for the Shrewsbury team Because I say This Wolves team Is sort of Championship Premier League quality
0: Yes Whereas The majority of my Shrewsbury team Barring one or two players I played with my, my
1: most recent spell The majority of the team Is from my first era there So Not only was I in League 2 With Shrewsbury That's the League 2 players If you like
0: but Yes also About
1: 5 to 10 years older Than most of the Wolves lads
0: Because we had a real young squad at Wolves at the time Yes yeah, I'm a little. I'm hoping. I've already spoken
1: to a few of the Shrewsbury lads, and they're, they're saying it's the first sort of charity game where you might see the bus being parked in the first half. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> but it'll be it'll be great fun.
0: It'll be great fun. Oh, it will be. And I mean, Dave, you've uh, you, you know you you used to charity matches yourself. You've obviously played for the Wolves All Stars. What's it like as a as a former player to get the old goal back on, and uh, you know all the camaraderie in the dressing room? What's it like to smell the jacks and get back out there?
1: Yeah, it, it's fantastic, especially when you say get to play inside a stadium as well, and meeting up with old old mates you used to play with. I think first of all the camaraderie side of things in the dressing room that never disappears. That just runs through generations of footballers, so that that's really good. And actually getting out onto sort of a good quality pitch in front of fans, you, you honestly you can't beat it. And also for a few of these lads, it'll be the first time their kids have been able to watch them play at any sort of level. Uh, uh, yeah, good point. really nice. Obviously, a lot of footballers have kids a little bit, say,
0: later into their 30s, yeah. and they might not, their kids might not have seen them play football.
1: So I've had a few of the lads message me asking, obviously, they can be mascots and things like that, and they're really excited that their children are getting to watch them play football, hopefully in front of a good crowd. So there, there's loads of little things for the players which will really mean the world to them, but just back out playing on a... On a good stage, I think is is what all footballers will will miss when they retire. So rolling back the years for that, and then obviously what happens in the dressing room as well is, is good
0: fun. Oh, brilliant! Now, Dave, I'm going to ask you a bit of a bit of a personal question. You've played obviously over 300 games for the Wolves. You've played over 200 games for Shrewsbury uh, over two spells. Who will you be playing for, Dave? <laughs> well, I'll see how the game is going
1: on, but. My, my, <laughs> Initial thoughts were to maybe try and play half an hour for yeah. both teams in each, sort of in each half. That would be ideal. I think I'll um, get the Shrewsbury one first. I think first <laughs> half, <laughs> <laughs> and then go and join the Wolves boys in the second. One. But I don't know. I don't know for sure. But the plan was to, to try and play for both teams if I can. That'll be ideal. And uh, quite a nice thing as well. I'm, so I'm very fortunate to be having this game. But when I left Shrewsbury. Um, it was in a lockdown season, so the fans weren't there, so I never really got a chance to say goodbye. Yes. And when I left Wolves, it was sort of it wasn't at the back door because I got I had a really good relationship with Nuno. Yeah. But I got kind of sold on the Friday. I got told I was leaving, and uh, I went down. I remember I went down to Redden on the Friday. Wolves are playing on the Saturday. They announced it during the game, pretty much on the Saturday. So I never really got a farewell at Wolves either. Oh, uh, every time I go to every time I go to Molineux, it's amazing. The fans are they're, they're just. The, the best fans ever. They, I speak to them all the time, and I've still that real warmth from them. But I never actually got a chance on the pitch to really say a, a proper goodbye, apart from a three nil drubbing when I was there with Reading, which wasn't quite which wasn't quite <laughs> <safe> the <with that laughs> sort of Pete, Pete Nuno team. Yes. Um, but yeah, it, it's another opportunity for me for me to be able to say thank you to both sets of fans for what they've done for personally and how lucky I've been to play for the two, two football clubs so from a selfish point of view it's it's lovely to get this opportunity
0: again absolutely now I believe uh Dave uh you are fully retired now Ballatown was your last club uh is that right
1: yeah I'm so, I'm still sort of signed on um, yeah a lot of media
0: media work at the moment that's right so yeah I've,
1: I've, I've, I've had to put that first but Still available to play when when I can do, but that sort of that finishes at the end of the season. I think there's probably another three or four games I might be able to to play for Balla, but yeah, this will definitely be my last season. Um, I've loved every second of, of my footballing journey, but um, so I've got other things going on at the moment, and a bit of time back to the family. I think so. Yeah, I'm actually looking forward to hanging up the boots for good.
0: Oh well, there you go. But the, obviously, there is this comeback, and so I suppose unofficially, this is the the Dave Edwards testimonial, isn't it?
1: Unofficially, yeah. <laughs> but it's um yeah, we say we couldn't quite call it that for whatever reason, but yes. it's more about it's more about the the money that was that will be raised. I think that's the the big driver for me, because I know how much of a difference it'll be in all, all the money that Shrewby Town Foundation make off it. That's going to go towards the provision they have for helping um, their disability services. They do loads in the community, Shrewby Town Foundation do, and then uh, Wolves Foundation are helping out, and we're hoping to auction off all the Wolves kits to raise money for Wolves Foundation at the end. Brilliant. The so that that will help them, guys. That is why well. they've been so good to me. Um, and we're actually, as well, there'll, there'll be an opportunity as well. We're going to hold a bit of a raffle to auction a place off on, on each uh, team we we've, we thought about auctioning it off as uh, sort of the highest bid but it'd be brilliant if we can get as many people yes. as the opportunity to play so I think we're going to do that for a £5 a go and nominate someone you'd like to be on that Wolves team or that Shrewsbury team so that'll be coming out in the next couple of weeks as well so if you want to line up against some of your Wolves heroes then that's a, that'll be
0: a, a nice opportunity to oh, Honestly Dave I mean look I'm going to stop recording now I'll slip you 500 quid Any chance you can get me a game Or what <laughs> <laughs> Flipping it Mate I'm going to start doing Some press ups And sit ups in the garden now I mean That 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 will be Incredible the size chart out for you, <laughs> Oh,
1: mate.
0: I don't think they do. My size, to be honest, Dave, I might have to sew two together. Um, but an, an, another question, oh, actually, we're going to come on to how you can get tickets in a minute, but there's another question. I've never asked you this, Dave, and I don't know, I really don't know the reason, I don't know if you like being asking it or whatever. Where does the nickname Dangerous come from?
1: I don't know. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Really? So it just I, it started getting, I started getting called it a bit.
0: I think it was more a bit tongue in cheek. Uh, yeah. Initial, initially, at
1: um, Walls when we probably weren't going through the the best time. Um, but then it kind of moved to a bit of a, yeah, just it just stuck. And then I think it came from a little bit more of a, a nice place, if that makes sense. It yes. Kind of. Yeah. And then it's just stuck. And even now, honestly, even now when I go to Molyneux, the amount I would say it's probably fifty-fifty. <laughs> yeah. Call me Dave and dangerous. They're like, are dangerous? Are you right, dangerous, right, dangerous. <laughs> Which, in my, if, I, if I'm ever there, my kids are like, "What are they calling you dangerous for?" <laughs> and I was like, "I really don't know," but it's it's nice. I'm hoping to think it's I was sort of dangerous in front of goal. That's what Not, well, we- I was. I like to tell people, but.
0: I'm not sure. No, I was just going to say, Dave, you, you was, or oh, dangerous, uh, you was always late getting into the box and you'd always pop up with a goal, um, so I, I really think it's tongue-in-cheek and a bit of a hidden compliment in in uh, you getting into the box late and scoring some goals for us.
1: Yeah, that's the phrase I was like, well, a bit of a backhanded compliment, which I say towards the end of my last couple years of my Wolves career, which I love so much, and say so I was affectionately no
0: more as dangerous then I think it was uh, yeah it was nice then between between the fans yeah. uh, and uh, myself uh, yeah uh, uh, and what was it like towards the end Dave because listen you played with some great players we've heard all the players that are going to be playing in this charity game some fantastic players I mean it, it really did go up a notch didn't it with Nuno it did
1: and Right when Fosun came in, I know their first season didn't go
0: particularly to plan. Yeah, but you could you could tell that they were there for the long run. You, you
1: didn't know it wasn't just a flash in the pan. But yes, they were going to invest some money, see if it worked. They they had a plan to get to the Premier League, and it happened a lot sooner probably than what they thought. But they they had the plan, they stuck to it. I've, got, I've still got a good relationship now with sort of the hierarchy at Wolves, and and they backed it up and they've done it again more recently. But it was so interesting that transition where initially. I don't think they completely understood what was needed. And yeah. they had the initial influx of the Portuguese lads in that first season, when what um, was Zenga came in, then Paul Lambert. Uh, and although we had a, a, a reasonable season and we finished mid-table, we had some amazing FA Cup games with Liverpool and Chelsea and things like that. But it's almost like that was there. The season where they just got to test
0: it out, but then the following season, getting in Nuno, yeah, really getting the recruitment
1: spot on, and the players you saw coming through the door in that
0: pre-season was just incredible. And so, I'd have loved to be a part of it, James. Yeah. I really would have done, of but
1: course. You know when you, you know when you just know it's your time. I, was, yeah. I had such a good run with Wolves, and I was probably leaving in the best form that previous season. Yeah, of my best year with yeah. Wolves. Um, And I just knew in my heart of heart I wasn't good enough to sort of really be playing week in week. I could hang around and maybe sit on the bench and and play here and there, possibly. Nuno kind of gave me that option. He said, look, there's always a place if you want it. But at the same time, I don't want to stand in your way. And it was a World Cup year as well.
0: I really thought the Wales had a good chance of of qualifying for the World Cup. Um, And it just felt like the time was right. Brought in Ruben. You've seen what he's gone on to now.
1: Like he, yeah. he was brilliant from day one. I think he's exceeded expectations since then. And how he's still at the football club, I do not know. With <laughs> 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 I mean, you and me both. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but then they brought, obviously brought in Ruben Di
0: Jota. Yeah, when he came in. I thought. I thought he. I thought Jota was the one initially in those first
1: sort of months that I was still there, and they were coming in. Jota was the one that really stood out to me, and obviously Willy Bolly. Um, bringing the likes of the, those guys as well it was it was a special time you could feel something brewing and you just knew that Nuno was a top manager as well I no. think that, that was the big difference It's right bringing the players in, but you've got to have someone who they'll come they'll respect and they will play for and someone who's tactically very good and he was he yes. was all of the above and it was just the perfect storm there, the right players the right manager and then I think the club was ready to take off as a, as a fan base yeah. as well um, and it, it, yeah I was Felt lucky to sort of be in like to not sort of much be involved because I think I only played a couple of cup games and maybe the first game of the season, but to actually have been involved in that environment for yes. the pre season, the first month of the season, and to experience it. And I remember straight away going to Reading, and the lads were talk about Wolves that they'll win the league this year 100%. And yeah. I was that confident, um, about right, sort of Reading who just missed out on the playoff final the year before. I didn't want to sort of Darken their promotion dream <laughs> yeah. I just said straight away Wolves are getting promoted 100% They're, they're, yeah. they're going to be the best team In the league With the players they've got And obviously You've still got to back it up And they did that And it was I, I think I know Reading Have got that 106
0: record But I, I generally think That Wolves team Was the best team To play in the Premier oh, championship it, listen, I really do Dave as a Wolves fan it was, it was just incredible But you give us some You know Fantastic memories as well You was a fantastic servant For the club So what's it like for you now To go back Do your media work and see what you see on the pitch at Molyneux Because yes, I know it's been a bit uh, difficult Particularly the beginning of the season And the end of last But under Lopetegui you now it, it does look pretty special, doesn't it? It does And I'm so grateful to obviously The direction Wolves have gone in And
1: Foson and now What they've got at the moment Because the media opportunities of yes. been in the Premier League Is a lot more than what it may have
0: been If it was my era And sort yep. of League One Championship So I, I get to
1: sort of get a lot of not work off the back of it but sort of the commentary stuff and things like there's a lot more media opportunities because all's are in such a good place and I think after that initial Premier League rise that they got and the amazing seasons of the Nuno getting to Europe and then there was that little bit of a lull I just felt that Zidane Lopateki coming in was an incredible appointment I, I, I said it on record right from the outset I, I got an elite manager that yeah. is Getting someone like him at the football club is a huge coup for, for Fosa. And then I, I always thought that he wasn't going to come unless he promised some some funds in January because I don't think he would have he would have done that. And he's obviously backed with money. Uh, the signings look to be brilliant so far. Yeah. And I always just thought if they could just pull themselves away from that bottom three, then with that confidence, they'll just they'll fly and this season is all like being safe but then moving on to next season straight away you've got to be looking at Wolves back in that top half compete oh. those European places um, you really do I think he's a terrific manager and I don't know when this goes out Jace, but um, if sort of beating Southampton and Bournemouth coming up always say if they win those two games that's the, I think that's Wolves done they're pretty much home and dry with what with the um, confidence they'll take from that The uh, run they've been on since he's come in And the points they've picked up It's yeah, it's all looking in the right direction oh, I've been really impressed with him
0: Absolutely Oh well it's actually going out tonight Dave so, so I couldn't agree more with that So that's perfect timing So quick recap Dave Date of the game, time of the game Where is it?
1: so it's 26th of March It's a, that's international weekend it's a Sunday so there's no Wolves game that weekend it's a 1.30 kickoff. England play late in the evening so that's why we, we've got the kick off time when it is so England play I think 5 or 6 o'clock so plenty of time to come over to Shrewsbury at, at their stadium for it uh, and either sort of stay in and around Shrewsbury and watch the England game or you can obviously head back to Wolverhampton but yes Saturday, um, Sunday 26th of March 1.30 kickoff. all money raised will be for Shrewsbury Town Foundation, the Little Rascals Foundation, and I say it's a team made up of players
0: I played with at Shrewsbury and at Wolves. Two amazing lineups confirmed. Oh, so it'll be it, fantastic! It's going to be fantastic. Where can people get tickets from, Dave? What I'm going to do when I release the podcast? There is going to be a link on social media, so you can get your tickets direct from the link. But where can they get them from then, Dave? So there's a
1: couple of ways. If you head over to Foundation STFC, their website, they'll have details on there or onto Shrewsbury Town's ticket and website itself. Um, I think it's Shrewsbury Tickets, something like that. If you go on the Shrewsbury, website, you'll be able to see it and go click on the home games and it's it's under there. And um, Just buy bide your time with it. You do have to because Shrewsbury used to Bigger away teams coming like Ward did in League One and trying to get tickets in the home end so you do have to sign up and kind of get your support a number but there's no segregation on the actual day of the game,
0: but stick with it, get your supporter number, and then um, buy your tickets. It's a cheap day out for the family, oh. so it's not, not a lot of money at all, and it'll be great fun. Exactly that. So, supporting two great charities, Little Rascals Foundation, the Shrewsbury Town Foundation as well, some of the Wolves players that are playing, quick recap, Carla Kimi, Jody Credit, Michael Gray, Kevin Foley, George Ellacobi, Stephen Ward, David Jones, Michael Mancien, Matt Jarvis, Chris Ullumo, Carl Henry, and the one and only... Dave Edwards two fantastic charities there will also be and plenty plenty more as well Jason Oh yes plenty more <laughs>
1: more yeah more big names and nice as well in the next
0: week or so flipping it well i know i'm going to have a hundred goes at least on the raffle i'm gonna i'm starting cleaning my boots now so davey's going to be putting out and Wolves fans this is very very important there is an opportunity to obviously play in the game and be a part of it which would be unbelievable providing there's your shirt to fit you but in all seriousness take part in the raffle you know and that that is really a once-in-a-lifetime experience so finally dave Are you looking forward to the game? And if you was a betting man, who's going to win?
1: Uh, Yeah, really looking forward to the game. And if I was a betting man, I would definitely lump on on Wolves. I'm not sure some of the the shooting legs will be able to manage it. But yeah, you never know. You never know. That's what's so great about football. But I'm I'm really looking forward to it.
0: Oh, brilliant, Dave. Well, thanks for your time today and good luck in the game.
1: Cheers, Jase. Thank you ever so much.